Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. Is up, Straight Fire fam. It's your boy, Jason McIntyre, Straight Fire. For Thursday, October 6th, we've got a great podcast today. Good guest to preview Broncos Colts on Thursday Night Football. Couple bets for tonight's game. Uh, two, one small, one a little bigger. And a couple games I've already wagered on for week five. Obviously, we'll do the big... Week five best bets, as always, on Friday. Friday's podcast is always a big one, and we have a good gambling guest from Vegas locked in for tomorrow. But before the guest, before the NFL, we got to talk a little NBA because if you were paying attention late last night, well, I don't know how late it was, 
some stuff went down. Let's start with the Lakers. And I will say, I'm, I'm excited for the Lakers season. A lot of people are selling the Lakers. They have them 7, 8, 9, somewhere in there in the West. Listen, it's all dependent on health, obviously. But if AD and LeBron are healthy, this team will be better than everybody thinks. We know this. My buddy Jeff, a uh, season ticket holder, has already put out the invite to the Lakers home opener against the Clippers. I was there, I think, two years ago. No, I've been at the last two Laker home openers. And one was against the Clippers. The other was against, I think, the Warriors. I think the Lakers lost both those. But you know the Lakers fans. Obviously, they freak out. One game, it's an 82-game slog. Well, imagine when Anthony Davis is a late scratch for a preseason game. Laker fans in hysterics. Oh my gosh, and so it begins. AD already missing games. I took a deep breath. I thought about AD, missed games. You know, Charles Barkley and these guys going after him, calling him street clothes. Even I have joked that his nickname is AD always down because for whatever reason, he ends up on the ground all the time. Folks, I just want to defend Anthony Davis for a second. In the last three seasons, I looked up total games it played in the regular season last three years. Kyrie Irving, 103. And I'm sure there's people out there, Jay, he didn't get the vax, the, the hardcore rules in New York, toss him out. Fine. He played 103 games, but we'll toss him out. Guy who went AWOL and is always hurt. Okay. Anthony Davis played 138 games in the last three years. Paul George played 133. Kawhi Leonard, 109. So Anthony Davis played more games in the last three seasons than Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. But Anthony Davis is the one we love to bash. Why do we do this? And by we, I mean fellow ink-stained wretches such as myself in the media. Now, I'm not bagging on AD. I'm just making jokes when he misses games, always down, blah, blah, blah. I'm not being like, he's unreliable. Because if you did that, wouldn't you have to say the same holds true for Paul George and Kawhi Leonard? And I know some, uh, obviously some Clippers homers. There aren't many of them. Well, Jay, uh, come on. Kawhi Leonard missed all of last season. Fine, fair enough. He still only played 109 games in the two seasons prior. Kawhi Leonard is more brittle than Anthony Davis. That's a fact. Go look at the history, guys. Kawhi, don't want the smoke if there's anything wrong. He loves sitting out. Okay, Anthony Davis, yeah, he also has his injuries, no question. But Kawhi Leonard, we can agree he's brittle. And I thought, why do we do this to AD? And the media loves to beat him up, obviously because he plays for the Lakers, but also because he forced his way out of a small market team, New Orleans, to the Lakers. That was ugly. He was getting booed at home. It was really ugly. But Jay, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. Kawhi Leonard forced his way out of San Antonio. Well, well, he didn't force his way out to the Lakers. He, he wanted to go to L.A. He took a pit stop in Toronto, won the luckiest championship in NBA Finals history, and then ended up in L.A. How is that different from Anthony Davis? If the Pelicans had shipped A.D., mid-season to some contender, and then AD had gone to the Lakers, would we feel the same way? Because that's what happened with Kawhi. He went to Toronto, Raptors took a chance, it paid off. They got their lucky title. But he went to LA to play for the Clippers, and then stole Paul George from OKC. So it's, it's just weird how we protect Kawhi Leonard at all costs. 
and Paul George is a whipping boy, and we love to bash Anthony Davis. It's just NBA fans are funny. Uh, remember, Kyrie Irving is a saint and the greatest ball handler in NBA history and just misunderstood. Well, I mean, it is weird who NBA fans defend. And here's the thing. This situation with AD wasn't even the biggest NBA story last night. Because at Golden State Warriors practice, Draymond Green punched Jordan Poole and they had to stop practice and send Draymond to the locker room. He punched a teammate in preseason. They just won the championship four months ago. And now he's punching a teammate. So it sounds like there will be some sort of suspension for Draymond Green. Obviously, you can't lay hands on a teammate. The story was broken by The Athletic. And then other reporters came in trying to fill in the void. And it's weird. When something like this happens in the NFL, like it never gets out until like weeks later. In the NBA, people love to chirp. It's like instantly they're texting reporters as to what went down. Nothing stays in-house. So a couple reports emerged. First, from... Chris Haynes of Yahoo. Now, he's very close with players. We know this. He talk, He's close with, um, what's his name? Uh, he's very close with uh, Damian Lillard. But he, Chris Haynes is a plugged-in reporter. Like, I don't think players are close with uh, a lot of the reporters. I think Chris Haynes is in with them. He's young-ish. I think he played in the big three. This was an actual tweet from Chris Haynes. Draymond Green was apologetic in the aftermath of the altercation with Jordan Poole. But there was also, but there was a building, build-up stemming from teammates noticing a change in Poole's behavior throughout camp with the guard on the verge of securing a lucrative extension. So let's quickly break that down, okay? The real story, Draymond Green punched a teammate in the face. Punched him. Chris Haynes Well, Draymond Green apologized after an altercation. But, 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 this is all because teammates noticed Jordan Poole's a different dude now. Do you see see where that spin came from? You could put up the washing machine, you know, that spin cycle when like, I don't know, a running back or Lamar Jackson does the spin cycle on somebody or, you know, Steph Curry in transition. They post the washing machine spin gif. Pretty funny. If that isn't spin, I don't know what is. Let's start. Draymond Green apologetic. Oh, we got to start with a positive. Well, he apologized. Altercation. No, he didn't punch a teammate. It was just an altercation. Oh, but really, this is about Jordan Poole. He's a different dude in camp because he's on the verge of a big extension. He wants that bag. Well, um, (laughs) you know, Chris Haynes, love you. Obviously, great reporter. I'm not taking shots at Chris Haynes. This is just reality. You can read it yourself. Draymond Green wants a big, 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 big money deal from the Warriors. That's out there. That's obvious. Clay got paid. Curry got another contract. Draymond wants his. Now, Jordan Poole, Draymond Green, both angling for big money. Jordan Poole's younger. Jordan Poole is ascending. And oh, by the way, Jordan Poole did not get benched in the NBA Finals because he was terrible, like Draymond Green did. So Draymond Green... I know the reporters are going to be out there defending him. He's got Clutch in his corner. We know how Clutch works on those those corners, right? You, you guys know Clutch, very connected. Now, here's another report from a San Francisco sports director at a radio station. 95-7 the game. The situation between Poole and Draymond had been building up. 
There was a lot of chatter which led to the altercation. Draymond apologized. Feels as a leader, he let his emotions get the best of him in turn, letting the team down. Now, that's a little more balanced, but still, I see no mention of punch in the face your damn teammate. That, that's unacceptable. Again, we're going with the apologize, a lot of chatter. Well, Jordan Poole should be talking that smack because he carried Golden State at times last year. He was awesome. And listen, Draymond Green, he's that kind of guy who's talking trash. Remember, I think I was one of the first to report. It might have been TMZ or, or, or me, but Draymond Green got punched out by Tristan Thompson. Punched out at a club a couple years ago in L.A. Now, he wasn't knocked out, but like punched in the face. Like Draymond loves to run his mouth. But here, somebody jaw jacking back at him, and Draymond unloads on him. Now, I don't know how this is going to impact the Warriors for the season. Obviously, Draymond got had beef with Kevin Durant. Remember when KD was there? This guy's a hard dude to play with. In his prime, and he's past his prime, Draymond was integral. He can still be a really good defender, a good passer, but he is a liability offensively. And if this comes down to who do you keep, I mean, obviously you keep them both, but if Draymond Green says, yo, Charlotte's giving me that bag, I got to go. If I'm Golden State, thank you for your service. We will miss you. We will hang your jersey in the rafters. Enjoy Charlotte or Detroit or wherever's going to pay you because I'm keeping Jordan Poole over Draymond Green any day of the week. All right, without further ado, let's get to our guest breaking down the Broncos-Colts matchup, the thriller tonight, Justin Adams from CBS Colorado. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is 
finally here. I'm gonna be honest, I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, He knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire a guy who's, you know, all over the uh, Colorado sports scene, which has had a busy week. You know, you got a college football coach fired. You got some returning NBA stars. But most importantly, the Broncos are a mess. Let's welcome in Justin Adams, CBS in Colorado, calls games for the Pac-12 Network. Justin, how you doing, man? Doing very well, Jason. Um, yeah, it is crazy around these parts, to say the least, but uh, never a dry moment, <laughs> so it's really Yeah, good. I mean, goodness gracious. You know, obviously the Broncos are the big story. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the game. I am just curious, as a big NBA fan, we talk a lot of NBA on the pod, Jokic wins two MVP awards, gets paid, and now gets Murray and Porter back you got a realistic expectation for this team right now? The West is stacked. Yeah, the West is stacked. I think when you look at, obviously, the teams that would really go up against the Nuggets this year, obviously the Golden State Warriors for what they have done while winning the championship again. Um, You have to put the Los Angeles Clippers in there. Um, I think a lot of teams or a lot of people really will look at Minnesota. They're in the same division as the Nuggets, right? So they made a couple of moves as well. And actually, Mm -hmm. the president of basketball operations, Tim Connolly, he went from the Nuggets – 
to the Minnesota Timberwolves right. in the offseason. So that's something to keep an eye on. But let's be honest. If you get a healthy Michael Porter Jr. and you have a healthy Jamal Murray, and he was about to be an all-star pretty much uh, before he you know got injured, he was on that trajectory. You have those guys back with KCP as well, a guy that you traded for. Um, you have Bones Highland coming off the bench. Bruce Brown, the guy who played with the, uh, the Brooklyn Nets, he's also yeah. going to be on the bench as well. There's not a lot of holes on this team, especially if they can stay healthy. And I think the best Jokic we could see this year, especially when he has other guys at his disposal. All right, yeah. I mean, listen, uh, Nuggets are – because Murray hasn't played in a year, I don't think people are talking up Denver as much as they should. Uh, Remember, in the bubble, didn't they go to the Western Conference Finals when they beat the Clippers? Went to the Western Conference Finals. That's right. And beat not only beat the Clippers, but they came back three games to one to beat the Three to one, that's right. Did the same thing about Paul George off the side of the backboard. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, So real quick, before we get to the Broncos, are we hearing any Eric Biennemi chatter to the Colorado (laughs) Buffaloes Given, um, hey, listen, he won. I think he won the Natty there with them, mm-hmm. um, or did he? With yeah. or was he on yeah. a- nineteen ninety? Okay, nineteen ninety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, listen, he he's been passed over for a lot of NFL jobs. He doesn't even get too many interviews. Maybe he just needs to be a head coach somewhere. But would he want to take this job? Do you, are people mentioning Bieniemy for that? You know, it's interesting because Eric Bieniemy was actually on the staff as a coach with the Colorado Buffaloes back in two thousand and ten. I want to say two thousand and ten and two thousand and eleven. With another guy, um, um, Embry, and for the life of me, I can't remember his first name, but he was the head coach once the uh, bus went from the Big 12 to the Pac-12. And to say the least, the bus were terrible, okay? So I don't think that's something that he would want to do. Um, and for me personally, I would say don't go in that direction because the University of Colorado, they have a lot of different things that they need to iron out from regents, from even saying, are we actually going to be a football school? Is that something that we see as a priority? Um, Yeah, that's really one thing that's really going on. I mean, you know, Joel Klatt, he played uh, football at CU. Actually, I played with him as well. Uh, Walked onto the team when he was the quarterback. And so he will let you know that Boulder, once you get that thing together, once you get the Colorado Buffaloes together, it is one of the best places to watch a game. Fans be there, okay? But you have to go and make that commitment and not make excuses anymore. And that's what the bus really need to do. So, oh man, you almost made it sound like they, they just don't even want a program. Cause we know that uh, they're not getting the invite from the big 10. Um, I, I, what are they going to do? Any ideas what they're going to do? I would say, you know, there's a couple different options they have either stay in the pack 12, whatever, you know, iteration that it will be yeah. or go to the big 12. And for me personally, I say go back to the big 12. And the reason why is because you have your recruiting base set up, especially in Texas, where you have Texas, even though I know the university of Texas is leaving, where you have your recruiting base in Texas, then you could continue in the South and go to Louisiana where you found a guy like Cordell Stewart, for example, uh, arguably the best quarterback in uh, Colorado Buffalo's history. So you could be able to go on all those different places. And Oh, by the way, you could still get a couple pieces of talent from California as well. The, the biggest problem for the bus right now is this. Once you move from the Pac-12, or once you move from the Big 12 to the Pac-12, you lost your biggest rival, which was the Nebraska Cornhuskers. And I know mm. Nebraska's having their own issues, but you lost that team that every year you marked down and said, we have to beat this team. So they really lost their identity in many respects. And so hopefully they could be able to go back to the Big 12, establish their identity, pick out a new rival, and get back to their winning ways because Look, Ralphie, the Buffs, everything from there, the black and gold, they deserve to have a really good team. Yeah. All right, let's get to the Broncos. Not as optimistic an outlook. I got to be honest. Uh, listen, Justin, I was wrong 
more about the Broncos more than any team in the league so far. I really thought Russ could be in line for an MVP, Broncos Super Bowl contenders, and I know it's only four games. But you look at the advanced stats and efficiency, they're 24th in offense. Mm-hmm. That You can't have that with a Russell Wilson-led team. Um, Hackett, I mean, I, I, at this point, I'm thinking one and done. I know a lot of people think that's a little harsh, Jay. Listen, when you got when you got something going this badly, you got to consider it. Um, what's the vibe around the team heading into a must-win tonight against a, a garbage Colts team? Yeah, I think the vibe is that it's obviously it's a must-win game for them, and they know this. Uh, they know that they have to win this game against the Indianapolis Colts. Obviously, you have Matt Ryan, but you're not even taking on Jonathan Taylor, right? Yeah. Kill Leonard, he won't be there, who is the best linebacker that um, you have for the Colts. And so this is the game that the Broncos are in, um, in a short week where they know they have to win the game. But I want to go back on one point that you had right there, Jason. Um And I did some searching as well, because I like to go through some numbers. In the first four games this year, Russell Wilson has thrown for four touchdowns, one interception. He um, get this. So going back to his rookie year, he threw for four touchdowns as well. That's the lowest number that he had since then, since his rookie year. In a four-game span? In a four-game span, okay? Ooh. But now you're wondering, okay, you'll say, okay, but maybe Russ is getting old, right? Maybe something's going on with Russ. Maybe his game is going down. Just last year, in the first four games, he had nine touchdown passes. The year before, he had 16 touchdown passes in yeah. the first four games. So there's a huge issue that's going on with this Nathaniel Hackett offense, and they got to figure out a way how to work things out because right now, we're not seeing Russell Wilson, the pro bowler. We're seeing Russell Wilson, the rookie quarterback from Seattle. Yeah, this is bad. Uh, they can't do anything right. Um, I'm looking at the rushing numbers. They haven't had a rushing uh, a rushing leader of over 75 yards yet this season. The, I mean, the Houston game was as bad as it gets. Obviously, Seattle was a debacle, but we'll just say, oh, that was the first game. But we're four games in now, and they're the only team in the league with a new offensive, defensive coordinators, head coach, and quarterback. And you could say, okay, that takes a little while to bake, but are you seeing any improvement from the Seattle game to the Vegas game? Have you seen anything? No. And my biggest problem that I have is what happens after halftime in the third quarter. The Broncos only points that they have scored this year in the third quarter. You won't believe this. It's when Jimmy Garoppolo decided to go Michael Jackson to do a backpedal back into the back of the end zone. No joke. Those are the only points that the Broncos have in the third quarter this year. That is two points in the NFL. Two points. That's it. In four games, two points. Yeah. And so, but, but my point is this is when you talk about everybody could do something in the first quarter, the first 15 plays, right? Scripted Scripted, plays, right? We go over there. But what happens after you come out of halftime? And the Broncos have shown so far this year that they do absolutely nothing on offense. And then in the fourth quarter, you have to have Russell Wilson do something. Let's go back to your two wins, right? San Francisco 49ers, it takes Russ to go and pretty much go off script in many respects and finally get your team into the end zone. And then you go with the Houston Texans and you finally score 10 points against a team to, let's be honest, probably is looking at the first pick, okay, When the, in the Texans. Yeah. Other than that, your team's doing nothing in the second half. And that's one of my biggest issues with this team so far. Yeah, I remember the uh, the Raiders game. I, I'm almost certain, I'm double-checking, yes, they got the ball um, second half mm-hmm. after that awful, awful fumble return for a touchdown. Uh, and they answered that, right? So it's a, yeah. it's a close game. Raiders get the field goal. Five plays, 12 yards, punt. Three plays, negative four yards, punt. Three plays, negative one yard, punt. Three play, one yard, punt. And it's like, 
four possessions after halftime? Like you, you. This is when you counterpunch, you adjust. Let me ask: Is Hackett in over his head here? To be honest, Justin, it feels that way. It feels that way so far that he is over his head because you look at this team and you say, it's not just Russell Wilson. Let's go back to that game with the Raiders, right? Melvin Gordon gives up the pig scan and goes oh. to the end zone, right? Russ then leads the team right down the field, score a touchdown, Jerry Judy rolls it to the end zone. But this is the problem with this team is that inconsistencies and problems all over the roster. You're tied up 16-16. Let's kick an extra point and go up by one. Nope, let's have a high snap mm. and um, uh, your kicker uh, misses right? The extra point. So now you're looking at a 16-16 game. Here comes the Raiders. They kick a field goal. And now you're going into the break down three where you should have been up one. And those are the type of things that have been happening with this team over and over again. If it's not the penalties in the first couple of games, it's then a missed PAT, which doesn't seem like a lot, but that takes away the momentum that you have going into the break. Um, It's okay. Russ finally leads your, your team down to a score. You're only down by two. The defense that has been doing so well, so good for you um, in the fourth quarter, right, against the Raiders, well, they can't stop them, and they give up a touchdown. It's always been one thing or another domino that has happened with this team so far. So it feels so far that it, it has been that way, that this has been way over the head for Nathaniel Hackett. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now, I know a lot of people want to kill Russ, and we'll get to him in a sec, but just to put a button on Hackett, Mm -hmm. let's just say... They lose this game tonight to uh, the Colts, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say the wheels go off and they say, you know what? I, we can't deal with this guy. Hackett was a mistake. We need to Urban Meyer his ass and we get him out of here before Thanksgiving. I don't know. Is there even a logical interim head coach? The, I, I'm, on the, I'm on the page looking at the staff here. And maybe this is a problem. The offensive coordinator is somebody named Justin Outen. Yeah, Outen. Yeah, Outen, okay. Mm-hmm. Never heard of this guy. Yeah. Um, Clint Kubiak is the passing game coordinator. I think we know him, and I'm sure Denver's familiar with him. Mm-hmm. Defensive coordinator, Ivero. Never yeah, heard Ivero, of this guy. Yeah, Ivero Gerald. Yeah, yeah, again, Ivero. we've got guys. There's no way that those any of those guys could take over as an interim head coach. I do see Dom Capers as a senior defensive assistant. Now, this guy's a fossil. He's like 72. Right. But he at least has been around the block and knows some stuff. Like, let's say they have to go nuclear and just can hack it. Before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Is there a logical interim head coach to try to get them to the playoffs? Because the schedule does kind of look manageable. Yeah, the schedule's manageable now, but look at December. <laughs> and that thing gets ridiculous real quick, right? Oh. Uh, you have Kansas City on the road. You have Kansas City at home on Sunday night. You're taking on Baltimore. Um, I don't think you would can Nathaniel Hackett in, in the first year, um, no matter what happens. I don't think that happens in, in particular because, as you said, you do look at the other coaches that you have and you say, okay, is there anybody who you're comfortable with who, let's be honest, who could work with Russell Wilson and be able to have the offense do what it needs to do for the team to be able to win? So I think you keep things going the way that they are for the most part for this year. But after this season, if things aren't looking good, 
I wouldn't be surprised if you make a change. So let's call it what it is. Uh, Broncos just went through ownership change. They got that Walmart money. They have a whole lot of money, okay? <laughs> They're not going to sit around and watch their product, okay? Their new team that you spent $4.65 billion on stinking up on the football field. Some yeah. changes will um, One more before we get to Russ. Uh, what is the situation with Randy Gregory? I have not seen an update. I saw, obviously, the Javante Williams news is terrible. He's out for the year. But what about Gregory? Are we going to see him again anytime soon? You won't see him for at least four weeks. Uh, he was placed on injured reserve with a knee injury. Oh. And the thing about it, too, was it's not just the sacks. He looked so good oh, off yeah. the edge with the pressure that he brings. And so that's just another hit to this. But you know what? It kind of brings back another point when Nathaniel Hackett, unfortunately, right? Randy Gregory dealing with the knee injury, and he'll be back, um, you know, dealing with some MCL issues. He should be back in two to six weeks. Um, <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett this year went into training camp wanting all of his guys to be healthy. So in all the training camp, the guys barely hit. Um, mm. In the preseason, the starters didn't play for the most part. And now you look at this team and in training camp, you're already down one of your best wide receivers in Tim Patrick, who blew out his knee. You're now out Javante Williams. Um, your right guard is out in Moody. Um, you look at Billy Turner. He's another guy who's your right tackle. He hasn't played this year. Then let's go on the defense side of the ball because they're not healthy either. Justin Simmons, we know how good he, as he is as a safety. He hasn't played since the first game this year with a thigh injury. Randy Gregory right now will be out for the next four weeks, at least on injury reserve. So the injuries are just piling up. And this idea that Nathaniel Hackett had of saying, we're going to get all these guys to the finish line to end of the season healthy is not paying off as well. So he got to go and make some changes. Something has to happen. And we're going to see just how good of a coach he is coming up tonight. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, focus on Russell Wilson here. First of all, I think this has he lost a step. He looks slower. I think that's all nonsense and noise. You, what say you? He hasn't lost a step. You know what he has lost, though? He's probably lost having to go on and say, I need to run every play. He wants to stay in the pocket because he's a guy who's been knocked around a whole lot throughout his career. And so he's trying to trust his offensive line. He's trying to trust Cortland Sutton on the outside, Jerry Judy, his other wide receiver. But the reality is, is that guys are getting open. And the plays, look, if you have a guy like Russell Wilson, roll him out and let him do what he has to do. Give him options to either run or pass. Let him go and throw the ball deep. Your best deep threat is K.J. Hamler, who has only played four plays in the last game. <laughs> four plays. Get this. So wow. you have a – And he caught – didn't he catch a bomb in the last game? My point exactly. Caught a, yeah. caught a bomb in the fourth quarter but only played four plays. I think he tripped before he got in the yeah, end zone, right? Exactly. And yes. did they end up getting a touchdown or no? They did, and that's when Russ did okay. a read option. That's and right. interestingly that's enough, right. on that play – Russ called that play for a read option where he took it in himself, right? That's what uh, Justin Allen, the offensive coordinator, said. So just overall, looking at him, I don't think he's lost a step, but he's doing the one thing that you can't do as a football player, and he's thinking too much rather than just playing the game. The game's too fast to be thinking about your next move. You have to just be able to just play the game, know what you're going to do, and I think it's on Nathaniel Hackett to make it easier for him to be able to succeed on the field. Now, the eye test for us, you I'm with you. I don't think he's lost a step. That being said, you go to Pro Football Focus, and they have him graded out as the 17th best quarterback so far this season. Uh, I kid you not, behind immortals like Trubisky and Davis Mills and Ryan Tannehill. Now, I, again, we could quibble with the grading system, but is the eye test different from what the numbers say? I see four touchdowns, one interception, and a quarterback completes 61% of his passes. 
I don't care what your name is. If you have numbers like that after four games, you deserve to be in the middle of the pack in the NFL. It just is what it is, right? It's a production type of league. And so right now he's not producing. Um, And guys have to catch the ball too, right? The Broncos have seven drops this year. But you know what? You have to figure out ways how to overcome that and get yourself into the end zone. You had your red zone issues earlier this year. Now you got to go and solve that. And when you take it on a team like the Colts, you got to figure out a way how to scratch out wins and how to get your offense better every week. At some point, the dam has to break. At some point, the excuses have to stop, and this is the night to make that happen. Okay, so we're drafting quarterbacks only from the AFC West to lead a team this season, okay? Uh, You could just, let's say you have the Bills roster, the Eagles, whatever. But we're drafting quarterbacks from the AFC West. You have first pick. Who you got? (laughs) Patrick Mahomes. Okay. and I got second pick. Okay. I I got second. I'll go Herbert. Okay. Would you agree or no? Yeah, I agree. But now I'm thinking okay. about the third. <laughs> okay, here we go. So now you got the third pick. And, you know, uh, Derek Carr, who, by the way, has not been good. He has, according to Football Outsiders, Pro Football Focus, he's been worse, for sure, uh, than, than uh, Russell Wilson. I would take I would take Russ third. Okay, we're in agreement. And then I will go with Derek Carr fourth. Because yeah, there's I, a, I still like the dual threat. Yeah, and, and let's be real. Car- Carr has not been great. He's taken a lot of sacks, holds the ball long. Mm-hmm. But all that being said, like Russell Wilson, you know, he, he shouldn't be even in the discussion with a guy like Derek Carr. I don't think of him on that level. And he got paid like he's in the discussion with Aaron Rodgers and the top quarterbacks. Again, it's four games. You never want to overreact. Can he turn this thing around? It's not all, all hope is lost. I mean, I know you no Javante Williams, no Tim Patrick. You know, their new their new bell cow may be Mike Boone, for all we know. Yeah. Well, right now they're going to settle in on Melvin Gordon, and hopefully my man can stop with the Butterfingers and everything because he needs oh, to hold goodness. on to that pigskin. My goodness. Yeah, I, I picked up Boone in fantasy on two of my teams just to be safe because I don't trust Mel. I wouldn't trust Melvin Gordon to pick up my mail if I was on vacation. Neither do like I. That, all that guy, he's just a fumble machine. Look, I'll put it this way, okay, Jason? I just had the birth of my uh, baby girl, okay? Two oh, congrats. Ago, right? If Melvin came by me, I would say, hey, Melvin, you can look at her. But you can't hold her, okay? (laughs) Just call it what it is. But look, in all honesty, Melvin Gordon is a guy that when he's right, he's a pretty good running back. He had a 100-yard game against the Kansas City Chiefs in the last game of the year for the Broncos. But, you know, of last season. But it doesn't matter if you don't hold on to the ball. And he has to be able to do that. So can he be that bell cow um, without having to worry about Javante Williams or, you know, even Mike Boone, really, to be very honest with you, because he'll get a couple of carries to, you know, give um, Melvin Gordon a breather. But Melvin Gordon has to be a guy who really steps up in this game. This is his game. To me, this is his game. He needs 20 to 25 carries to set the play action pass for Russell Wilson. If that can happen and he could be successful, the Broncos should win this game. Okay, I'm not a. I know I've brought up pros football focus a few times. I, I'm not a slave, but like they <laughs> yeah. actually produce numbers and they rank guys. Do you want to guess out of 57 running backs where they have Gordon graded? Oh, it has to be 56. 57. <laughs> I can't. I mean, listen, the guy has four fumbles. You know, like wow. dead last. Now he basically got benched uh, last game, right after the after the fumble. I think I, he played like 10 snaps. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, if you're if you're Russell Wilson, like, you just at this point you're like, do I have to do everything myself? That's the kind of vibe I'm getting. But anyway, Justin, we could wrap up. Give me a score prediction um, for the game: Broncos, Colts. The spread is three, three and a half, depending on where you're looking. 
Dear Lord, we're looking at two teams that are at the bottom in points per game, okay? Uh, the Colts, they scored the, the fewest points in the NFL. The Broncos are third last, okay? Um, this screams to me a 2017 game. Um, Broncos win by field goal. Um, and hopefully they'll be able to go in, get their offense finally clicking somewhat. But this is one of those weeks where, you know, Russ has a bum shoulder right now. And so you just got to find a way how to win this game. Um, I will guarantee you one thing, though. It will not be as bad as that game on Sunday night against the 49ers, okay? It will be a little more entertaining than that. So, say, Broncos 2017 over the Colts. And uh, well, I, it's not a snooze. I, I, yeah, I had Denver in that one. So, I, I enjoyed that, uh, yeah. and they covered. Um, but you're right. It was kind of boring. Um, you know, they, they didn't ha, – listen, Hackett's not making this easy on the eyes. Mm-mm. You know? Oh. Uh, but a win is a win is a win. I'm curious. I bet the first half under 20 and a half points. We know the Colts without Taylor. I, I mean, they're going to be bad. But with no Gregory, just Chubb uh, a, a, in the pass rush, I mean, is Denver going to have to dial up blitzes? I don't know. I, I mean, this could this could be a breakout game for Matt Ryan for all I know. It could be because, you know, sometimes when all you have, when all you can do is throw the football, um, Sometimes you just say, hey, it's all on me and I'm going to do what I have to do. And so I think, you know, Matt Ryan will throw the football a whole lot. My thing is that I look on the outside and I see Pat Sertan and the way that yeah. he has played this year. I mean, last week against Devontae Adams, um, you know, he only gave up four catches to him when he was guarded on him one on one. And so you put Pat Sertan on the best, you know, wide receiver for the Colts. And then it's like, God bless you everywhere else. So yeah. it should be that type of football game. But, yes, it will be close, and it will be low scoring. All right, Justin Adams, CBS Colorado. Uh, Justin, thanks for taking the time, man, and uh, good luck enjoying this game and uh, the rest of the Broncos season. It could be a busy one for you. Oh, it will be a busy one. You got the Avalanche. You got the Broncos. Um, our Rockies, Colorado Rockies, our Telebra baseball team. So hopefully the Broncos could be able to get this done. It'll be fun to be able to cover it this week. All right, thanks a lot. All right, see ya. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Fun stuff from Justin Adams. Trying to make what is a pretty boring, blasé Thursday night football game. And listen, I know Trubisky versus Jacoby Brissett was not fun, but at least you had some playmaking dudes. Like Nick Chubb is fun. Amari Cooper can get loose. Uh, the Steelers have uh, Pickens, who made a phenomenal catch. I like Chase Claypool, even though he never gets the ball. Uh, you got some playmakers. Or Mika Fitzpatrick is worth the price of admission. Uh, Miles Garrett. Like, it, that game had some dudes. This game? Oh, boy. It, it, like, it's just bleak. And I do have two bets on it, despite it being how bleak it is. First up, just a, a kind of a small play on the Broncos minus three. I got it at minus three, minus 113, so there is a little juice. I got it before, though, Jonathan Taylor was officially ruled out. It was just kind of an anticipation bet. There was like, based on all the reports from the uh, Colts beat writers are like, listen, it's probably a high ankle sprain. I'm like, short week? They're not going to force him out there. You know, the division is weak. You can still sit Taylor for a game or two and not get fall far behind the Titans or or Jags. So, you know, you'll, you're not fighting a battle because it's a war. You know, you can lose this battle, but you want to win the war. You save Taylor for later in the season. Um, so I bet the Broncos minus three. It's now three and a half. I think most of that was already baked in. I don't love three and a half as much as three. Obviously, the hook, the Nathaniel Hackett factor is very real. 
Last week, I was all over the Bengals. We talked about it on the podcast, an easy winner for you guys. One of the factors was rookie head coaches on Thursday Night Football. They are now 8-18 and 18 against the spread. Doesn't bode well for Hackett, but he's at home. The Colts' number one playmaker's out. So I did lay it with the Broncos at 3. But at 3.5, I don't like it as much. I mean, you know, you look at this Denver Denver offense, it's not like they're easily getting separation, Right. Couldn't couldn't separate from the Texans, did not cover that game. Uh, barely covered against the Niners, but they were dogs at home. This, this is can easily be a 13-10 game. Easily. I could see 14-10 would be better, but getting to the end zone is tough. And listen, Javante Williams is a big loss for them. I think last year, I'm pretty sure he led the league in broken tackles, or he was among the league leaders. He makes things happen. What does Melvin Gordon do? And we talked about it with the guest. He just fumbles. And now you got Mike Boone. So it's like, it's just not a great spot to be laying that hook. I mean, I guess it depends how high the juice goes, but I think Denver wins this. If Denver lost, I'd be stunned. Colts, can they pull this off? I mean, can Frank Reich, without Jonathan Taylor, like, I don't know what they do for offense. And that's why the second bet, which is the bigger one for me, is the first half under 20 and a half. And again, we're talking about two of the worst offenses in the league by the way, if you're curious, the Colts are 4-0 and on unders this season. Full game unders. The Broncos are 3-1. and Scoring is difficult. Now, I know last week everybody thought the same thing. First half under, and there just happened to be a lot of points. Actually, the over hit for that game uh, in a dreadful one. But I just see short week, hack it under the gun, not wanting to make mistakes. Colts' inability to do anything. I mean, you you look at some of these explosive play charts. I talked about it on Cowherd Show yesterday. I mean, the Rams, I think, are dead last in the league in explosive plays. Like, the Colts just can't make anything happen. And now you've got Sertain on Pittman. Like, you're going to be throwing dink and dunk. Uh, Matty Ice, I believe, leads all quarterbacks in turnovers. He just looks lost in the pocket, which is a weird thing to say about a veteran. So, I, listen, I like the first half under a little more than the full full game under. And, and I got the Broncos minus three. Just as a tease, listen, tomorrow we'll do the full week five's lineup. But I have also bet the Patriots um, fairly significantly, although two and a half is gone. there, You could pay some juice on two and a half. Uh, I also have the Buccaneers. I talked about this on Cowherd Show. Second biggest bet of the week. And I think my biggest, and, and kind of, it's not quite a hold your nose. It, there's some fading narratives. There's also a brutal travel slate. You guys know I love the travel. I'll never forget on Speak for Yourself maybe four years ago, um, I was doing NFL picks, and Mike Lombardi, who was at Fox for like five minutes, he loved getting on my case. Jason, you think this travel is so important. Well, think about it. I know the London, obviously, playing the week after London should be a factor. That being said, Seattle had to leave the Northwest, travel to Detroit for an early start. I know they've won 14 of their last 15 1 p.m. starts. Then they had to travel back to the Northwest. Now they got to travel back to New Orleans for another 1 p.m. kickoff. Not friendly to Seattle. And the Geno Smith stuff has gotten out of control. All I see everywhere on the internet, Geno Smith is the number one quarterback in the league through four weeks. Look at all these stats that back it up. Like, guys, <laughs> okay, he shredded the Falcons and the Lions. Can we settle down? What did he do the last time he faced a real defense? Oh, San Francisco would not let him do anything. Zero offensive points. I don't know that the Saints are going to lock him down that badly, but I can see the Saints locking up an easy win here. 
23 to 9 or something obscene. So I laid it fairly heavily with the Saints. Not as big as the Falcons bet from a couple weeks ago, but it would be, it's up there, a significant one for me. Um, so those are some that I've already laid. We'll talk more about the other bets tomorrow. We have a good gambling guest based in Vegas. I think you guys will like him. Maybe he'll have some college plays, but definitely uh, other NFLs. There's a good teaser weekend. I'll just put that out there. Um, enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.